Great morning, everybody. Welcome to the Happy, Healthy and Healing podcast. My name is Stacey and I am your host and I will never get used to saying that. (laughs) Um, Hope you are all having the most amazing day, whatever you may be doing. Um, Today's episode, I want to chat about women in business. Um, This is obviously a topic close to my heart because I am a woman in business and I have been in business in the last 10 years. So I think I, um, it was crazy. I think Tuesday night I was laying in bed and I was like, oh yes, this is a great idea for a podcast. It wasn't this idea. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I can chat about X, Y, Z. Yeah. Yeah. I'll remember in the morning. And then I woke up Wednesday morning and I was like, damn it. What was I going to talk about? And it was so great. (laughs) Um, and so I was like all week going, oh gosh, I'm, I'm not sure what topic I wanted to chat about. Cause like, I've got a list of topics, obviously, um, that I want to chat about. However, I really find they flow better when it just kind of, I guess I get that download or it pops into my head and I can kind of run with it. And you know, that passion is there. Sometimes when you write a topic and you're not in the moment with talking about it, it just kind of, yeah, may not, um, fully deliver the message. And like, that's the same with social media, I guess, you know, if you're, um, like I've, Jared's, you know, for instance, written like topics he wants to chat about and when he's feeling it, it just, the delivery is so much better. Um, so anyway, I was having a shower and I was like, oh, I want to chat about women in business. Like this is something, you know, I, I have previously touched on a little bit throughout a couple of episodes. However, it's, there are more and more women getting into business or doing side hustles or contracting to companies, you know, with their level of expertise. And I wanted to share my journey because it has changed a lot over the last 10 years. And I just wanted to give my insights, especially if you're a woman in business or, you know, if you're a leader in a company, like it doesn't matter whether you're, as I said, it's you're self-employed, you're a CEO of a huge company or you're you've got a side hustle, or maybe you're just high level management in your business or even an employee, like at every single level, women make such an impact in business. And we are powerhouses. Like, I don't think we give ourselves enough credit. Um, or I certainly know in the past I didn't. And you know why, like we are such, we're a force to be reckoned with and we're a powerhouse. And do you know why? It's because women just get shit done. Like, when um, compared, I can like visualize Jared thinking, oh, here we go. Um, compared to men, like you think about women, you know, when we obviously with our cycle, um, with, you know, having children or whether we're, you know, got pets or, you know, we're working on ourselves, like we might be doing fitness competitions or whatever it may be. It's like no matter what's going on, we will still show up. And we will still get shit done to a great level. And yes, some days it may be 150%, some days it may be 80%. However, we will still get in and get the job done no matter what is going on in our life. And that's one thing that is just so, so freaking powerful. Having that, um, men- not mentality, but that, you know, thought like that thought and that perspective of like, if I'm doing this, I'm committing and we will get it done. And I, I certainly know like I was sitting in reflection going, oh, what's my experience with business? And it even goes back to when I was working at the supermarket in a deli, like I would, you know, be closing up and everything would get done. Like I'm not going to leave the place a mess, 
you know, even though I finished might be 15 minutes ago, it's like, no, you just have to do like do the job, <laughs> get it done, do the raw. <laughs> if you've watched Shrek um, where the little kids like to Shrek, do the raw, do the raw. Um, anyway, that's my little brain <laughs> goes off on these little tangents. So, um, yeah, I want to chat a bit about this. So let's get started. So with my experience with business, um, my dad started a company, uh, I must have been about 12. And it's really interesting because obviously this has shaped me more recently in business and it all ties together. So just stick with me for a second. <laughs> so he started a company when, um, say I was around 12, like it's been over 20 years and, you know, obviously it was a big shift, like from him going through from, you know, a management position in a company and was quite successful to starting his own thing. And, you know, obviously I only saw what I saw as a child. And now that I'm in business, I can make sense now going, okay, well, my perspective was way off. However, my perspective then was all it was back then. You know, when you're a child, like it's all about you and it's, you may not be able to fully grasp what's happening. However, you know, I saw it was hard for my dad initially. And I remember them being like, oh, Stacey, you can't text. You've texted too many people this month. Your bill's like maybe a hundred dollars. Like this is before there was unlimited plans. You know, we've had to turn it off and you'll have to just call people. Like he, he used my computer to start the business. Like it was, you know, obviously really when you do a startup, it's, it's not always sunshine and rainbows initially. Like there is a level of grind that you have to commit to. And so anyway, I saw that and like dad was always on his laptop and always working and always working and always working. And, and now like, obviously I can sit here and go, wow, how great, you know, he was trying to provide for his family. He was doing the best that he could. He was hustling and hustling hard and now it's paying off. Like his company is very successful and he's, him, he's put in the hard yards, you know, there's no doubt about it. However, so growing up, I guess I kind of had that little bit of resentment towards business. I was like, no, I just want to go in and do a job and then do my best and climb the corporate ladder and, um, yeah, like not run my own business. And then obviously, you know, years and years have gone by and 10 years ago, I started working for Jared in his business. And it was, I guess, like I was going from a corporate job in a bank where I was, you know, my boss was quite happy with my performance. He was like, Stacey, I can see you running, the, you know, a branch. I can see you doing this, this and this, you know, we just got to build up your experience. And I was doing quite well. But the environment, I was just not happy at all. Like the environment of the women, the environment of the, the culture, like the, I just, I don't know. I've always had this deep knowing that I'm here for more, like even dad said, you know, when you're 16, you're like, oh, only two more years and then I'm 18 and I can drive and I can do this and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I've always known that I've wanted to do more. However, I wasn't clear on what I, what that more was. And so then when, you know, um, started dating Jared and I did my PT certificate and started working for him and I was like, oh, I actually love this level of helping people and changing their lives and impacting them. So, you know, initially PT hours, if you're not familiar they are not family friendly at all. And we were lucky that Bailey, well, yeah, fortunate that Bailey was one week with his dad and one week with us. However, I wasn't fortunate in a sense that I didn't really like him being away <laughs> for that long. Um, and it was, and it was perfect and it, it worked until it didn't work anymore. And so, you know, we would be up at 4am quickly, eat, shower, whatever, get into the gym 
it's like, okay, you got to be there at five because you got to set up for a 5.30 session. Then, you know, you do a couple of sessions in the morning, you have breakfast, then it's the 9 a.m. the mum group, and then it's 10 o'clock, so you have a snack, and then you work throughout the day basically till 2 o'clock maybe, you train yourself, freshen up, then you've got afternoon classes, and you might finish up by 8 p.m., okay? And so, like, that work day is, what's that, like 12, 16-hour work day, rinse and repeat for years. And that was if you didn't want to do you know, anything else like Monday to Thursday, we were running it. And then Friday was only a half day. So it was like such a huge time commitment. And then, you know, obviously opened a couple of gyms, um, you know, then we obviously had COVID and all of that stuff that went on. And it just like those years, I had this perspective of being a woman in business that basically I was like, I have to be a man because, you know, being a woman is seen as being vulnerable or weak or it's like you've got to be in your masculine a lot. And I know I've spoken about this on another episode, but it was like years and years and years of banked up of like, and I don't know if it was just the fitness industry as well. Like I am curious that it may, you know, things may have been different in a different industry. Um, definitely if you've got a business, I'd love to hear your feedback. However, I did feel for a very long time, it's like you get conditioned to go, you've got to be in the masculine, you've got to be hustling, you've got to be working like 20 hour days, you you know, work hard and play hard. And like my motto, um, I had it before, it was like, you know, find a way and make a way, which is great. Like it is a great motto. motto. However, I took it to the extreme of like, you know, absolutely neglecting myself and my family and having that pattern repeat from that I could see from my dad was like, yeah, Bailey, hang on. Like Sunday nights, I'd sit there and schedule out all the Facebook posts for the week ahead. And though it was great. Like I enjoyed it. It wasn't that I didn't enjoy it. That was the thing. Like I actually loved doing what I was doing. However, it, I, I didn't have that perspective of going, okay, wow, look how much this is actually taking away from myself from my family, from my son. Like I look back at those years with Bailey and I'm not going to say regret because it all happened as it was meant to happen. And I guess I had to go through that to learn those lessons, to break that cycle from what I saw from my parents. Because I know like my mum's dad, so my grandfather, he was a concreter. Like it's all about work hard. You know, they came over on a boat from Poland, like, you know, immigrants. And it's, you got to work hard and work hard and work hard till you die. And then, you you know, he stopped concreting and a few years later he just, yeah, he passed because he didn't have anything, you know, else. Like he had his garden and whatnot, but it was just like, oh, my, that was my identity. I don't have anything else. <laughs> um, I digress. Anyway, so it was just years and years of that hustle culture and being that masculine and doing everything for the business because I was like oh as long as you know keep doing stuff for the business we'll get more clients you know turns into profit and just keep hustling 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 and it doesn't matter well you know you're only young and I didn't realize the impact it was actually having on my nervous system or my yeah my family um all of the things and like right now I'm sitting in a state still of burnout and slowly rebuilding myself and from being depleted. And I know that it was just that years of that compound effect of um, making those decisions in business to like just hustle. And hustle is great. Like, don't get me wrong. There are times like now where like Thursday night was a late night work night and that's okay. However, you know, last night I was like, no, I'm going to bed at eight o'clock <laughs> and I'm making that decision because it's about give and take. Like you, you know, if you think about your energy in a cup 
And, you know, if you're always working 16-hour days, like I didn't realize back then how much it would have actually and how much it did drain from myself. And it wasn't until Miss Ruby came along and that obviously just completely shifted everything um, and it was so great. Like there's a 10-year gap between Ruby and Bailey and, wow, she is here. She is here to completely challenge me in the best possible way and it's crazy. Like I'm staring at a photo of her now. My inner child is her and I don't know if, you know, if you're a parent, if you have this with your kids, it doesn't have to be just because she's a female, but looking at her, looking at my kinder photos, I'm like, wow, I can see myself and I can feel myself in her. We are just on a different timeline. And it, it just, when she came along at the time, I was really frustrated because I was like, oh no, I, like I still got up. She was probably the worst sleeper you could ever imagine. And it, it still now she comes into our bed. Um, however, it was years consistently of like getting maybe two, three, four hours sleep. And it was, you know, often broken. And then I'd still like, this is where I talk about women. We just get shit done. I would get up. I'd still, you know, read my 10 pages a day. Then I'd have, well, I have my coffee and then I do work before she would. Hopefully I would get an hour or so be able to sneak out of bed before she woke up. If not, I'd be working on the couch, get Bailey to school, come back, try and work while she was napping or playing or whatnot. And then like, just keep working. Like she was born. And then two days later, I'm on the laptop, not even like the next day I'm on the laptop doing bills and bits and pieces for the business. Like it was, I was in this rut and it took her coming along and a couple of years of really shaking things up for me to actually let go and go, okay, what's the message behind this? You know, and now with her sleeping, you know, she's obviously, she's a lot better. However, there's nights where she'll come into her bed and it's like, she knows that I'm unsettled. And so she'll come and give me a cuddle to go to sleep. Like, it's just crazy how that's what I mean. Like we're just very connected on different timelines um, yeah. So like it took for that huge thing to come along to actually break that routine that I was in. And obviously that was life happening for me because I wouldn't be here right now if all of these things didn't happen and she didn't break that cycle. And I obviously made the choice to break that cycle as well. Um, at the time I just didn't understand what was happening. And yeah. So then after Ruby, you know, even before Ruby, like I started doing mindset coaching that was going really great um i ran a digital marketing agency so i would teach small businesses you know the basics to immediate intermediate of um like just the basics of like even scheduling content out having pillars for content like um posts to run and then teaching them the basics of ads or they're more intermediate i guess you know, and I would go to their workplace and I would help them out. And it was just so fulfilling. Like I loved it. And then it was like, I started these things and, um, oh, and I had counsel, like I was running presentations for counsel about digital marketing. Like it was going great. And in this process of getting, you know, stuck in the masculine, you know, grinding and whatever now, like in reflection, I can look back and I can see so much self-sabotage and so much, um, like what, how I felt about myself directly impacted my business. And so I would start these great things and I would be really successful. And then I'd go, I'd get that like doubt come into my head and then I'd stop doing it because I was like, oh, you know, 
I felt like an imposter, that sort of thing. And, oh, I don't know enough or I'm not good enough or blah, 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 blah. And all these stories I was telling myself. And it really just boils down to I had really low self-worth and my opinion of myself was so low. Anyway, and like, and that's the same as self-sabotage. If you sabotage yourself, it's it's to do with how you feel about yourself. It's not to do with anything else. Um, and so during these, like, you know, it's been a 10-year journey in business up and, you know, I'm into my 11th year now. For the last, like, oh, okay, so say nine years, this was the pattern that I was stuck in and being in business and I didn't think there was any other way. Like I didn't know. Like that's all of what I saw on social media was just hustle, grind, hustle, grind. It will eventually, you'll get there. And I heard something really interesting is like you only have 10 years with your kids where you're the most important person in their life. And I heard that and I was like, this was a few years ago, and I was like, what the F are you doing, Stacy? Like you are repeating the patterns of what you saw with your dad and now you're in your 30s and you have that resentment, you know, because he worked hard, which now I appreciate, obviously, because I know. <laughs> and you're repeating it. And I was like, yeah, no more. Like you can be a successful woman in business and not be giving everything, you know, to the point where it's crucial to you or your family. Like when I'm on with my clients or I'm work, I'm on like but now I have that balance where it's like when I am off, I'm, you know, fully present. And that's one of been one of the biggest things for me is like being more and more present in whatever moment I'm in. So if I'm working, I'm fully present. If I'm podcasting, I'm fully present. If I'm watching a movie, I'm fully present. If I'm playing with my kids, I'm present. Like it's, it's working on that there can be a balance and you don't have to subscribe to constant 24-hour hustle culture because what has that done for your health, like mental and physical? nothing like I'm at like minus a thousand at the moment slowly climbing my way up you know what has it done for your family well I look at Bailey and you know there's some things with him that I'm like okay that's definitely an impact from you know the early days in business I look at my you know I used to sign time my self-worth to like if I had a client leave it it would literally I felt like someone would die like that's how in my brain I was like, oh my gosh, what have I done? And you know, why are they leaving? Why aren't they happy? Why can't I keep them happy? And it's like you're never going to keep everyone happy, Stacey. You got to keep yourself happy. <laughs> so it's this is where I know this is a long-winded journey, but it's really like women in business. We are so powerful because we will get shit done. It's like how do we harness that energy and be able to still work? And, you know, do things that we're passionate about, but also create that balance. And balance is like such an overused word, I know. And I've said it 5,000 times already. However, it's like, how do we create that structure that it's, we're not doing it at the detriment to every other area of our life? Like, and one of the biggest things for me has been just switching off from a lot of, you know, people who just promote 24-7 hustle culture. Um you know, I'm sure that they are great at, and they motivate people and they did me in the past. However, it's like, no, I'm here. I have such a short time on earth, you know, what, 80, 90 years, if we're lucky. And it's like, I'm missing, I'm not, I am, you know, putting that line in the sand. I'm not missing out on the best years of my life, but I am going to take and harness that that energy I know that I have in business and that passion. And I'm going to help people, you know, and I'm going to impact their lives and impact their kids and do all of those things. And they can work together. It's not one or the other. 
it's one and the other. Like it all works in synchronicity. So I find it just, I find it really interesting that, you know, the, the, the women now that, um, you know, I'm working with and the women that I'm speaking with and the women, you know, that I'm following, there's this shift. There is this huge, huge shift from that masculine business energy to being in the feminine. Um, you know, another huge thing, realization for me was like how powerful that feminine energy is. Like that's where our creative comes from. That's when we in flow. Like that's when, you know, we make our magic. If, you know, masculine obviously has a purpose and you know, we need to be able to be in both. However, it's like letting that feminine flow. It's like it, you will get so much further ahead having that, that balance within the masculine and feminine because you can get both energies into your business. There is a time to, you know, go and there's a time to just sit and reflect and pull that creative energy out. And I definitely, like, I know how hard it is to flip between both. However, it's it's like it feels like I'm kind of doing a bit of a dance at the moment. Like I'm literally, you know, the kids this week have fi- had five days at daycare, which they have never had in their lives. And I honestly, they were broken yesterday. <laughs> Picked them up early at 2.30 and I was like, you just guys, you need to be in bed. You know, 5.30 is not too early for bed today because <laughs> you are broken. However, this week gave me beautiful time to actually be in that masculine energy and go, 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 go. Um, and though now this weekend, I'm really pushing into that flowy energy and, you know, clearing and creating, like I'm recording this podcast, like I'm going out today with my mom and, you know, yesterday I had lunch with Bailey and went shopping and things like that. So it's just, it's finding that flow. Um, and, oh, one last thing, I, I don't really write dot points anymore. Like I just ramble in case you can't tell. (laughs) However, I try and write down at least two or three things to kind of keep me on track. The last thing I guess I wanted to add to this podcast about being in business is that I was saying you can have both and that's 100% correct. And now doing work for me is the aligned things, you know, that actually fire me up that fulfill me with passion that it's like I'm not tying my work to my self-worth anymore so if I post a reel up and I don't get any likes but I've posted it for me I'm like fuck yeah I've done a great job um sorry if you've got kids listening um you know so it's like when you're in your business and I feel like I am definitely going to work with more women in business or side hustles or you know even leaders within a company or um, that sort of, you know, kind of woman, it's, there is this thing where it's, if you can work on yourself and you do the inner work and you work on your self-love and self-worth and, you know, all of those maybe limiting beliefs that have been holding you back, business is so different. And that's, that's been the biggest shift for me is that I'm not tying as I said, to my self-worth to others, I'm tying it to myself. I am accountable to myself. I re- I'm responsible to myself. Yes, I have women who cheer me on, support me, and I throw ideas with and, you know, we we rift and we, we work through things together. However, at the end of the day, it's like it comes back to I, I'm not going to tie my worth into anyone else anymore. And that's that's one of like – I know I bang on about all the time the NLP course and how much it's changed my life. But honestly, doing the work, smashing through limiting beliefs, like doing 
um, doing the hard, <laughs> the harder stuff has impacted so many areas of my life. And, you know, this is just another one, you know, being in business that it's, you know, it's easy to get swallowed up on Instagram. Oh, this person's got 30,000 followers and they get 500 likes on a post. And it's like, I, that's great for them. I'm so happy for you. I'm cheering for you, you know, but for me, I'm like, I'm posting and I'm doing things that fuel me and fire me up and give me fulfillment from myself. And that's like, you know, why I've created the eight week group container reignite is for me, you know, this is what I'm feeling called to do, to pull to do. I want to work with a group of women, you know, and it's, I'll do a separate podcast explaining a bit more about reignite, but I'm not doing it for anyone else. If I get 10 clients, that's great. If I get a hundred clients, that's great. But at the end of the day, it's like, I am doing this for me and I'm going to pour my heart and soul into it because I can see how having that group, like last year, having that group of, you know, powerhouse women, they, it like that was just the, the icing on the cake. Like that changed so many things for me and healed like that sisterhood wound. And so that's why I really feel called to do a group. Um, of course, I'll still be doing the one-on-one stuff, but it's, you know, having that group of women is just going to be magical. Yeah, so I know this is a bit of a, of a long-winded podcast. However, I thank you if you're still listening. Um, you know, I to summarize, I think, you know, there's a big rise in women in doing business um, or leaders in companies, and I just think it's great. And I think it's, you know, one thing to um, be in that position, but then it's like, okay, how can we design your life around it and make all of your areas of your life you know, in harmony and not be giving ourselves like we've been told to do <laughs> in the past to um, subscribe to that hustle culture and give your whole self. And, you know, because really at the end of the day, it's you, you know, may lose that job or that may business may not work out. And it's like you've got to be have your foundations and your compass and moral compass and your values in that place for then you know, it doesn't matter if that happens. Yeah. Okay. It's devastating. However, you can move through it and it's not tied to who you are as a person because you and your business are separate people. Um, if you have a business, I'd love to hear from you and love to hear your perspective because I definitely really connect, um, with a lot of business or, you know, as I said, management leaders in a company, it's, I, I think unless you've been in sort of that position, you may not fully comprehend it. And when you've got a business, you're like, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So yeah, let me know your thoughts if you felt this or, um, you know, the last 10 years or however long you've been in business and we can chat about it, rift about it a bit more because it's, I love hearing everyone else's perspectives, as you know. All right, have a great day and I will chat to you on the next episode.